0: Let's get going. Welcome, everybody, to Creative on Purpose Live, a show about flying higher and endeavors that make a difference. Step into possibility with integrity and intention. It's time to be creative on purpose. Ready? Let's go. This season features the Ruckus Makers Roundtables, conversations about questions that matter with friends and fellow travelers from Forward Link, an alumni community for Seth Godin's Alt-MBA and Akimba workshops. I'm your host, Scott Perry, Difference Maker at Creative on Purpose and author of Endeavor, I'm an Alt-MBA 6 alum and on the head coach team for Akimba Workshops. You can learn more about me and my work at creativeourpurpose.com. Today, I'm joined by my friends Nikki Lerner and Stacy Bowden to discuss the question, when is it time to stick and when is it time to quit? Nikki and Stacey, before we dive into today, to today's discussion, please introduce yourselves to our viewers. Who are you? What programs have you been associated with? What are you up to these days and where can people go on the internet to learn more about you and your fantastic work.
1: Well, hi everybody, I'm Nikki Lerner and I reside in uh, Columbia, Maryland, which is sort of in between Baltimore and DC, but a little closer to Baltimore. Uh, I am part of the Freelancers 2, I think, (laughs) workshop. One of those. Uh, (laughs) I just finished and it was awesome. And uh, let's see what else, oh, my work. So I am uh, an artist and I am a culture coach. I help organizations and people uh, move from monocultural to multicultural in their work and life. And I travel around with my band and we use music to help people stay engaged cross-culturally. Oh, and you can find me at learner.com.
2: Good day everyone. My name is Stacey Bowden and my relationship with Akimbo started with the marketing seminar last year where I came in as a participant and then was um, honored and invited to become a coach. And so I have been an Akimbo coach with TMS for a while as well as um, the latest freelancers, um, three workshop. And I'm also a student. I love being a student at Akimbo. Um, I've taken freelancers and the podcast fellowship, and I'm just honored to be a part of that community. In my daily life, I am sitting here um, in San Mateo, Northern California, and I have been uh, spiritual. I offer spiritual counseling and energy healing and individual couples and group facilitation. Uh, I have been in that field for 20 years and you can find me at uh, www.dancing-tree.com. And I'm just honored to get to sit with Scott and Nikki today as we embark upon these wonderful questions.
0: Okay. Yeah, so we have, we have some uh, juicy ones for today. When is it time to stick and when is it time to quit? So uh, Nikki, I'd pick on you first because you chose the question. We had a, a list of questions and this was the one that landed with Nikki. I'm glad that you chose it because this is a really juicy one, but I think we want to, um, maybe define our terms a little bit. And then obviously if we're going to stick or quit with something, what kind of something are we talking about and what does it mean to have to wrestle with this decision to, um, stick or quit?
1: Yeah, this one is near and dear to my heart. Um, having, uh, I don't like the word quit. I like the word finish. <laughs> Finished uh my last uh role that I had been in for about 20 years. Um and taking the leap to jump into the work that I'm doing now. One of the things that um I oftentimes will talk with with some colleagues in my field is um we like to use the word uh the word grace. I know that's not like a commonly sort of used word in every community, but there's this thing where when you feel a sense of purpose and call and focus and all of that with the work that you're doing, you can handle a lot and you can handle, you know, this thing isn't great over here or this thing kind of gets on my nerves over here or this person, you know, whatever you can handle a lot. But sometimes I think that it's a sign when the very same things that you could work through and you had creative energy for, when you felt like you were focused and purposeful and called to something, you start to lose your grace for when it's time to quit something or to bring something to an end. For instance... I remember um, when I was starting to come to the end and I decided to take a sabbatical before I had made this decision. Cause I figured I was like, maybe I'm just tired. You know, if I'm just tired, I'll come back and I'll be ready to go. And about three days before I took my sabbatical from my work, an email came in from our front desk person where I worked and it said, Susan James stopped by today and it loves the work that we do and was so thankful. And she brought us donuts today. And my response to the email about Susan Smith or whatever, and the donuts was to go, <sighs> and I was like, I got to get up out of here, <laughs> right? Like I'm rolling my eyes at the donut email. So that's what I'm talking about. That's just a, small thing but there are other things too that I think um oftentimes um when you start to change um it really starts to reveal uh when it might be time for something to come to an end so those mm-hmm. are some initial thoughts
0: How about you Stacy?
2: I love that you brought in the word grace and um, what I'm also hearing is the word synchronicity in my language. So synchronicity, I pay attention to signs as well. So I would just say for for me, I translated this in my vernacular to the process of letting go and holding and following, you know, when is it that it's time to, um, to come to an end, to let go of something that is no longer serving us that isn't that we're no longer able to show up for, Completely. When is it time to surrender? And for me as an energy healer, I really look at flow. Is something flowing? Is there movement happening? Um, are, are, is that happening in daily life with something that we're committed to? Are things coming together in a way that seems like there is momentum to go forward? Or does it feel like we're, we're hitting a roadblock? You know, does it feel like all systems are stopped? And I'm talking about daily life as well as what's happening inside of us. So for me, Um, If it feels like I'm getting signs outside as well as inside that there's nowhere to go, that we're at a dead end, then often my practice is to let go. My practice is to surrender. And what Mm -hmm. I have found is that when we do that, and there's no faking surrender, um, but when we really do it and when we really let go, then something happens and things can often get rearranged in a better way. And that actually facilitates not only flow, but expansion into a better way so for me often an ending and, and a willingness to own an ending is actually what facilitates um, expansion but we can't fake it yeah show up for it for real
0: yeah yeah I well I love both those terms grace and surrender I just popped in a, a recent blog post a creative on purpose about grace because it's been a it is not something we talk about much these days but it's you know regardless of your if you have a spiritual tradition, the the grace is an idea that is related to generosity. Um, it comes from the same root word as generosity. And so this idea of mercy, of forgiveness, and not just, you know, and, and when I think about it in the context of what we're talking about, it's almost more internal than external because um, it can be – when we're when we're dealing with the narrative inside our head, that is a very fraught situation when we're talking about quitting or sticking, because some of us, I'm not going to mention any names, but his initials are Scott Perry, are allergic to quitting. We will persist through anything, even to if it's to our detriment, right? So I I come this comes up for sometimes in my in my work as a guitar teacher you know, a a parent will come and say my my son or daughter wants to quit guitar lessons, but I don't want her, him or her to, because I don't want her to be a quitter. And I think, well, let's think about that for a minute. You know, do you want your son or daughter to not quit an unhealthy relationship? You know, you know, there's, there is a time and a place for quitting. Um, And there's also a time and a place for sticking. And the point is, to just not, it's not a willy nilly exercise. It's a time for deliberation. I, I i would argue it's also a time to exit the uh, narrative in your head and bring in some perspective because we can just as easily quit things that we shouldn't, you know. And when I think about quitting and um, sticking, I, I I think about the Seth terminology of sunk costs in the dip. Very different things. You know, oftentimes we quit in the dip right before we're about to succeed, just because it's at the very end that it's really hard. Um, and it's often really hard because now it's going to get real and we're going to have to own the thing that we just built <laughs> or, you know, just created. Um but some costs are things you have to let go of because if you continue to invest in a, in, a, in something that's not working, you're just throwing good money or good time or good attention after bad, and you're just causing yourself more harm. So it's you know it's a lot of nuance and and, and context um, in this question or these questions. So I guess just quickly touch on what you were talking about you know the surrender can be surrendering to completing the work or it could be surrendering to the attachment to needing to complete the work that needs to be let go of grace the grace to face the decision, difficult decisions knowing that it's these moments that build our character and virtue and having the forgive forgiving ourselves when we let go of the things that you know we we, we should have held on to or, or aren't willing to let go and, and so forth. there's um, just lots there. I would be I would love to just segue a little bit into strategically, how do you all define you know these moments like how do you wrestle with just like arriving at that point where okay, I've got to think about is this is this a stick situation or is this a quit situation? And I know it differs from situation to situation, project to project, but just any tips, techniques, tactics that you use to kind of put that pause in and and think about the moment that you're in.
1: I have a few um, that I think about and usually they're in the form of questions. One is, you know, when you were talking about surrender, sometimes I think uh, because a lot of us are just, we bend this way is we we always think we're surrendering to something negative. Mm. Like literally the worst thing that could happen at all. It's like, if I surrender to this, I'm, I'm gonna fall off of the cliff somewhere. Nobody's gonna know where I landed and I'm gonna die there for 16 days, right? Like the reality is, is many times we are surrendering to something better. Mm. Um, And if we could just make sure that we continue to balance that out, I think that is a really empowering strategy because really what we start to surrender to is we're surrendering to the honoring of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so I remember when I was trying to figure out if I should end something and I realized that for most of the time, I kept thinking about what could go wrong. If I I do this, if I change this, what could go wrong? And I'll never forget, I was sitting in an airport in Nashville with my husband and I looked up at him and I said, I'm done thinking about what could go wrong. At this point, I'm like, I got it. Like, don't have to worry about not thinking about what could go wrong. I got it. It is time to make the what could go right list. And it was amazing to me when I started to make the what could go right list to surrender, it was longer than the what could go wrong list. Um, and so I think we never have to worry about, have I thought about all of the cons of this situation, <laughs> right? Like we, we got that handled, but it's, it's a new practice to start to think about, okay, what In what ways could I honor myself if I lean into surrender? You know, so many of us sometimes can be like, What's the answer? I don't know what it is, and stay in that headspace. But the more we start to surrender to honoring ourselves, the more that becomes our practice. And then when these things keep happening in our lives, we're able to lean into that. So that's a strategy that I have used is uh really what could go right Mm. um the second thing is is whether you should stay or go sometimes a great question is um am i doing this just because it's hard or am i you know uh, like you know am, am i quitting just because like i'm annoyed um or Am I am I ending something because I know that there is a new season that is starting in me? Um, and, and alternately, you know, the the answer to that could be, you know what, this is hard, but I know that whatever this thing is, is exactly where I need to be. But sometimes we just need to get this stuff out of our head mm. and down on paper or, you know, down on in your journal, in your capture device, whatever it is, get it out of the head because um, things get a, a lot more clear when you have them on paper. And then the, th- the third thing is is trying to get in a sense of uh, where where am I leaning into resistance? Um, that's always a question I use. You know, am I making a decision to stick? or to, to quit based on resistance because that's not the practice we're trying to start, right? Like that's not the person you are You and I are becoming. We're not like, man, if I could just be more resistant in my life, that would be awesome. You know, if I could be more fearful, you know, more awful, less kind, that's who I'm trying to become. I, I don't think that's what we're going for. So, <laughs> So if not, it's really a poking question to say, is there any resistance here? And am I playing into that to resistance out of fear or lack of information or whatever it is? So, those are three strategies that I've used so far in my life that have been powerful.
0: Go with you, Stacey.
1: Wow. Well,
2: just to say, you know, Nikki, thank you so much for the wisdom. And uh, I really appreciate it. There's a lot there that you've just. Shared with us that I would need to, you know, would like to enjoy ruminating on. Um, For me, going back to that place of surrender. So part of the core work that I do with people is that I help people turn dead ends into doorways. And so part of that work is really looking, you know, looking at that moment of surrender. So here we are, you know, surrender is 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 a core. And what I want to pose is the idea that surrender is a developmental process and that there are parts to it. Um, I would say the first part of it is, is, is that place of potentially giving up, that idea that you have to give up something to surrender, which is very much from a place of a victim place. And that what we really wanna to get to a point with surrender is the next part of the developmental process, which is surrender as a choice to let go. You know, sometimes we're letting go of things inside of ourselves. Sometimes we're letting go of a commitment in daily life. Sometimes we're letting go of a hope or a dream we had about something. And I would say that surrender is a form of death. So for me, I think it's important that we um, look things in the eye and look at endings and look at how, what it brings up for us around fear and grief, and we got to own it. And that what I found is when we do that, we can, we can move to the next part of surrender, which is the allowing which mm. is that place where we've let go of all of these attachments inside and outside and there's now room to explore possibility and that's where we get to that that place that you talked that you mentioned where cool things can really happen and 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 what are the the beautiful things that are going to show up and what can we create and co-create so i would say like i look at this more instead of an either or in this do you quit or do you stay you know Um, I look at it more as a continuum and as a, and in a way of a both, how can we create a both and Mm
0: -hmm. where there's
2: a lot of room for differences and we need to learn how to hold the paradox and the discomfort of our differences and relax into that, which is not easy. And, and therefore like that place of quitting often within myself of a strategy is, um, you know, one thing I really look at is, am I bending myself into a pretzel here? Because what I what I hear, what I hear in the three of us is that we I'm not a quitter either. And in fact, when things get tough, I tend to get more fierce and I tend to get more in activated. I tend to get in there to try to mix it up and support because I'm a service person. And so for me, I need to often take a moment, step back, and say, wait a minute, am I overgiving?
1: <laughs> you now
2: am I am I am I giving so much that I'm exhausted, that I'm not recognizing who I am, that I'm a pretzel. And so that's actually a strategy that I, that I look for inside of myself because I know that I can go there because I, because I love, because, I, because I'm here to be of service, because I get fierce like that because I'm someone who will walk through the fire with people in their lives. That's just how I roll. And so I think that's one strategy. And then another strategy is someone who also holds groups um, it, it is, it, in terms of the quitting is is the group landing? you know, Are the people showing up? Is this happening? Is it time is, is am I getting a reflection from something bigger than myself that's not about me personally that it's time that it's time to quote quit or let go mm-hmm. and that's actually a strategy that I that I look at is 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 are the people convening are they do they want this because if I'm really in service to them then they're, they're gonna show up and sometimes sometimes it's not about the offering but it's about what's happening in the world or it's about you know, you know it's the wrong time of the year, or you know whatever's going on that can can really be an indication that 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 it's time to step back or time to pause. So those are a couple of strategies um, that I also work with around this continuum of quitting and showing up.
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness, so much good stuff. Okay, so when I think about this from a strategic point of view, the first thing that I try to do is make sure that I'm present with the moment as it is now and not projecting what I'm hoping for and attached to about the future outcomes and not attached to old stories, old ideas, or, you know, the outcomes of old decisions that maybe didn't work out the way I am. You know, let's, I, I love to just be like, let's, let's be where we are with what we have now so that we can make uh, a, a reasoned, you know, what it, a, a reasoned decision about what to do next. The other is context. I mean, let's face it, sometimes the things that we're hung up on just freaking don't matter. <laughs> you know, if you are having a long, discussion with yourself about the strategic benefits and detriments of quitting or sticking with, you know, whether to make that peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I'm sorry. Um, you know, you need to move on, uh, you need to, 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 get better at going yeah. for the bigger fish. But you know, when, when we have these moments where it's actually the context is this, this is significant for us in this moment. Um, well, context still helps. Like, okay, yes, this is significant for me in this moment. And in the grand scheme of things, in my life, in the lives of people around me, in the lives of the world and the cosmos, it doesn't matter at all. So let's not take ourselves too seriously, but knowing that it matters to us right now, what's what's it for? Like, what, what is what is what are we dealing with here? You know what? What's quitting for? What's sticking for? And if I can answer those questions, you know, if I can answer a sticking question with a, a a reasonable answer, then it's time to quit. If I can answer that question with a reasonable answer about sticking, then I stick. And so, for me, circling back a little bit to the ideas of surrender and grace, I've I've become I've be, become very quick. In doing this, even sometimes with big things, but definitely with all the small and medium things. It's like, here's, you know, here's a moment a decision must be made, quitting or sticking. Decision made. Because guess what? After I made that decision and stepped into that, you know, took taking the next step into possibility, I'm in a new place. There's new decisions to be made. There's new things to decide if I'm sticking or quitting. So um, you know, for me, that's a posture that took only 55 years to cultivate. But now that I'm there, uh, it's just life gets, life is easier. Life is less cluttered up here. Focus and clarity, you know, because I'm I'm much clearer now than I was even a year ago about what, you know, what I'm here for, what I, what I want to accomplish with the time that I have left, who I want to accomplish that with and for. And so, you know, just... Paying attention to, you know, so I guess I could sum it all up with make the decision to stick or quit on purpose. And if you make it on purpose, then you don't have to have any further dialogue um, or second guessing of yourself. You're simply putting yourself into the next moment where you're able to do it all over again. Um, and I, just one last thing to, to add on to um Stacy's point that that I, I love that idea of, you know, paying attention to how does this feel? Because that's a barometer I use too. If I feel like if I'm in something and I'm ex- getting exhausted, I'm either in the wrong thing or I'm doing it wrong. If I'm in something and it's not working, but I'm still energized through the work, I'm doing something. I'm, I'm doing something that's worth it. I just haven't really gotten to where you know to the point I want to be but I I think there's a lot of value into paying attention to you know the body and the emotions to the point where nothing is you're not going down any rabbit holes with either and that idea of resistance that Nikki brought in you know if I'm feeling resistance I know I'm actually pointed in the right direction, (laughs) Um, and if I'm not feeling any resistance, maybe I need to, you know, check myself because you know I wasn't built to do the easy stuff. You know, if if resistance hasn't come and tapped me on the shoulder and say, "Oh, you don't want to do that," um, then maybe I need to find something more worthy of my time, effort, and talent. So, love all that. Let's just, you know, I think we've we've unpacked a ton of stuff. So, you know, just responses from you both on what each of you have shared and, and what I just uh, ranted about.
2: Well, can I come in? Because I just want to add something before to, to say to in this place uh, of what I have found, and this is where I'm going to get a little metaphysical on y'all, is that um, the thing about... Ah, Nikki, um, the thing about surrender, okay, the thing about really letting some go, letting something go and the no faking and really saying like, that's it, I'm out of here. And then grieving it is what I have found is when the relationship is true, whether it's with a person or with a cause or a commitment, when we really let it go, no faking, it actually comes back for us. That's what I have found that I have had things in my life, you know, that that. That I grieved, I said, I'm not doing this, it's not working for me anymore. I've moved on. And then maybe a year later, all of a sudden a new an opportunity comes in and it it's actually reflected in that the, the the core of what I love. And so, and I also in my work with couples, one of the things I've said to them is like, all right, the form of this relationship may not be working anymore. Okay. And that form needs to die, and you need to hold that like hold that, that this is a death that's happening and it's hard and it's scary, but that doesn't mean your relationship is over. What it, it, let's hold space for the death, but let's not get a divorce. Let's wait and see that if we keep showing up, you can co-create something new, a better way to connect together. So I wanna just add that it, again, it doesn't have to be either or, it's about holding a continuum of change and transformation where there can be death and the unknown and rebirth. But I think our culture gets so scared instead of holding the resistance and holding the tension of the resistance and they get so scared of the unknown that sometimes we would rather go into a certain death instead of just staying with the discomfort and allowing things to kind of shift and shift and shift and shift. So it's possible to still say like, I am stepping out of this, I am not doing this anymore and still hold the faith and the belief in whatever is the ultimate connection, whatever is the ultimate intention, and for that to still work itself through and come back for us.
1: I also love the, um, and it seems to keep coming up. Um, It came up today. I didn't know it was gonna come up today in my language, but as I was sitting here, I realized it's in my vocabulary a lot in my work. And that is the idea of honor. And in my work, we talk a lot about asking the question when we're trying to connect cross-culturally, what are ways that I can honor someone in their cultural come from that are that's not like me?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I think the idea of honoring yourself uh, is just so huge, um, particularly When you have changed, and I think that might be some of the trickier part. I know Scott, you and I have chatted about this a couple of times, where it's sort of like, you know, you feel like you're in your sweet spot for a while, and you're doing this thing. You're like, this is great, so glad I get to do this. You know, I love it. And then one day you're like, whoa, (laughs) Uh, something's different. And I know even for me, as I was bringing something to an ending. The, the role that I had was like everybody's dream job um, in my field. And I was kind of confused because I had started, had this stirring in me and I was like, but why? Everything's great. Mm. You know, like in, in the external, right. Everything was going well. The people that I, I led were amazing people. Was, you know, gigantic organization like all of the things that you think you'd want and yet here I am at 43 being like I think it's time to do something else
2: okay.
1: right um so sometimes that can be uh, a little unsettling mm-hmm. and I think we can be tempted to be drawn back into the old self and what we've known um and say yeah but I usually make my decisions through this filter because this is the person that I've known recognizing that you've changed. And it could be that the place you're in, the job you're in, maybe it's literally all the same, right? It's not, it hasn't gotten any worse. It hasn't gotten whatever. You're the one that has changed. And so giving yourself the permission sometimes to honor that change, I think, uh, can just it can be tricky but it's again the practice of honoring yourself uh, and fanning into the flame this new person that you always hoped you'd become um, <laughs> but, but getting used to that new person just takes some time
0: you you each have brought some some more brilliant nuances to this and I, I love what Stacy what you were saying because I think we have to like clarify that quitting is not the same as burning the bridge right it's not burning your ships to the ground or to the waterline, and you know never looking back so this is very poignant for me because in this you know I when I completed Alt-MBA 6 I in that moment quit putting my energy into my online um guitar academy empire and I embarked on a journey that I didn't even know where I was going. I just like had an inkling to Nikki's point that I needed to do something else. And I just started doing that by doing it out loud and, and not making any sense until I, until I started to make some sense. And then I started, you know. Um, but in this moment that we're in now, in March of 2020, when the world has turned upside down and gone all topsy-turvy, um, suddenly... There's a lot of people interested in doing online guitar lessons. Well, guess what? Back in business, baby, because <laughs> uh, you know, that necessity thing is a uh, you know what, <laughs> and, and you know I'm. Sometimes you just got to take care of business. Doesn't matter what you want. Doesn't matter what your dream and desires. Sometimes you just have to do your damn job. Come on, Scott. That's the gig. <laughs>
1: I received that, man. I'm receiving that right now.
0: And so here's the the thing that I was really struck by with what you said, Nikki, this idea now of bringing in honor and like honoring the self, but also, you know, if you think Stace can get metaphysical, get ready. (laughs) So what about honoring the work? And when I'm talking about honoring the work, I'm not talking about whatever little pet passion project or side hustle or or vocation or, or career you're building. I'm talking about, what about honoring the work that we're all getting re- really reacquainted with now, which is the, art, the the work of being a human being? What does it mean to be human? What does it mean to be happy? How can I be more of both? What does that require? Oh, guess what? It requires that we do this work with and for each other so that we can all advance so that we can all get closer to where we want to be. And then, um, again, you know, when I think, I I have this thing that I say to myself, and Nikki, you'll appreciate this as a fellow musician, you know, some gigs are really, really great. I played on stage right before BB King. It was freaking awesome. There were thousands of people in a field in front of me. Great gig. Most other days, sports bar, television behind me, smoke, you know, chatter. Somebody says, oh, look, you know, an hour into the show. Look, there's a band, right? Well, guess what? That's the gig, too. So sometimes you get to be on stage right before B.B. King, and sometimes you get to be in the sports bar on a Saturday night during happy hour. wherever you are it's your damn job to do to play the gig you play you do you know that's the gig so um really appreciate those those layers that that uh you just brought in so um all the, all these rants have um eaten up our time really really quickly um let's start to to head towards the end here with just Reflections about, you know, w- what are the essential ahas, lessons or takeaways for yourself? But what what are the things that you would want viewers to, who are wrestling with, you know, this incredibly, it is true that this is incredibly hard. Like, when do you stick and when do you quit? What's What, what are your essential um, lessons that you think people need to walk away with?
2: Um. Well, for me again, looking at what is stuck and what is flowing, Uh, if in doubt, surrender. If in doubt, let go and trust that if it's meant to be, it's going to come back for you. To pay attention to what you're experiencing on the inside and whether you recognize yourself and what's happening on the outside. And I guess what I want to also say is I think we are at an unprecedented moment, especially for people who are shelter in place at home, where, and work is not happening. Literally, we are collectively, I think, globally experiencing an ending on a certain level. And there is, and already we are seeing possibility with the online, with people moving into more online right now because that's where we can connect. So I just want to support people in realizing that if an ending is happening with, with your work at this moment, how, you know what are some seeds inside of that that you can still cultivate and grow? And and so that it can actually become a new beginning and Mm. to follow that, to follow things, follow, follow things, step-by-step-by-step. And you, I believe that there, when you follow something with integrity and honor, then, then, then you will not be left alone and stranded. The world will come and greet you and show you. So stay with that.
0: Awesome. Well said. Go Nikki.
1: I would say, um, Be gracious and patient with yourself um, as you are processing any kind of change, uh, particularly when you are in the middle of transition uh, one way or the other, and you're unsure. uh, Just be patient and gracious that, um, uh, that you'll figure it out. Uh, And that it will come to you. You can start the practice of trusting what is inside of you, that it will give you clarity when the time is right.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, I love both of those takeaways. I think, um, so we're in a situation right now where things quit us, right? Right. You know, to to Stacy's, you know, alluding that you know we're in a moment where changes is, is happening. I mean, and it is likely that 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 we exit this thing with a very different kind of you know structure and you know world than what we entered it with. And and that can be that kind of uncertainty can be very make us very anxious and very scared. And the thing about this discussion that I think is a primary takeaway for me is how important it is to act, to do something, but to do that after you've taken a pause and made sure that you're doing it on purpose and deliberately and for the right reasons and with, and for the good of all in mind. And, you know, just the fact that we began this discussion by talking about honor and grace and surrender and gratitude and generosity. You know, these are the, the things that we are um, forced now um, in just the way the world is at the moment to, you know, reacquaint ourselves with and, and re-engage. Uh, and, and, and then just finally, the idea of, you know, where, wherever we're headed it's it's really probably not up to us. I mean, you know, we can have all the desire and all the planning and strategy and goal setting that you, we want. We will end up wherever we end up because beyond our ability to frame the situation for ourselves and see it from you know a point of view um, and then decide what we're going to do and take that that next step. Um, there's not a whole lot that we control. You know, there there are forces at work here that. Are far beyond our control. So what does that mean? Well, that means that the effort itself is actually what's on offer here, that the reward is what you do and how you do it. And, you know, that is what in the end we are actually um, judged by if we are judged, which, you know, it's not the results, the result, you know, the results are the results. But did you in this moment or in any moment, you know, put forth a human effort generously with in service of yourself, others, and the situation at hand. I think that's, to me, um, the most important thing, because then you can, however things work out, you have the grace to forgive yourself. You have surrendered to the fact that destiny is rolling out the way destiny wants to roll out. And that doesn't mean that it happens to you, it happens through you. You have a role to play, play your role to the best of your ability, and then. that's, that's all you get, but you know what? I think that's enough. (laughs) Ah, Stacy, Nikki, I I say this at the end of every conversation. That was my favorite conversation so far. And this is number 13. Great. Um, Mm -hmm. So before we, let uh, the viewers go and and let let us all get back to the great work that we're doing. Just tell people one more time where people can connect with each of you to learn more about the fantastic work you're doing and the change you're making.
1: Well, the the best place to connect with me is learner.com. You can find everything I'm doing and you can email me directly right on my website.
2: And the best place to connect with me is at www.dancing-tree.com as well as um, Akimbo and through Freelancers 3, um, launching soon, we intend.
0: Very good. I can, I'll tell you off camera, Stacey, but yes, we are going very, very soon. Awesome. So, um, yeah, it's always great to see all of you at creativeonpurpose.com. And uh, Stacy, Nikki, thanks so much for your generosity, but also just um, all the wisdom and all the great questions and uh, just the intention and integrity that you bring to everything that you do. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Scott, for offering us this opportunity. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank Pleasure. you, Pleasure is all mine.